0: What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Jeff Perla, and we are here for another episode of Behind the Bum. And I'm here with my boy, Peter Pagan.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? So if
0: you don't know Peter, you might know him as Oh Hey Pete, Gay Boy Problems AF, or even (laughs) Pumpkin Spice Bussy. Um, Peter, like, how the fuck did you come up with those names?
1: Let's... I don't even know where to begin. So, Pumpkin Spice is really generic, and I wanted something really generic to pair with Bussy, because it's also really generic.
0: But, like, Um, no one says Bussy.
1: Um, that's the point, though, because it's very repulsive to some people. Like, people would just, upon hearing it, they cringe, so it's like something... evoke that emotion. Does it make you cringe? Uh, A little bit, but I've gotten used to it over time. I think like it's one of those words that grows on you. (laughs) Do you
0: actively use the word?
1: I don't in my personal (laughs) life, but I love to sarcastically throw it into my conversations every so often. Okay, so let's start with what is
0: your real life? Like, do you have a real job? Or are you just a full-time memer? Like, what is
1: it that you exactly do? So, um, I am, I work at an art gallery and I do sales and marketing for them. It's, it sounds a little boring, but it is a creative job. Um, it pays my little bills and, um, I do meming because, um, my life's really boring otherwise. I can't really afford to do all the things that I dream of doing, so I kind of, like, Take it out on memes, and I kind of like just use my creative side for that. So, how do you even come up with the fact that you want to be a memer though?
0: Like, where did that come from? Did you have like somebody you looked up to, and you're like, fuck this, like, I want to make a
1: gay account of this? Actually, it was inspired by accounts like Best of Grinder and Love Sex in LA, if you know any of those. I follow all of them actively. Right. And I don't want to be rude about it, but I I felt like I wasn't connecting with the content that they were posting. And I was like, this feels like a watered down version of gay life. And I was like, I want to do something that's more, you know, like more that hits more people kind of thing. Like that makes is more relatable to not so much the average person. Yeah, like not to say gays are
0: raunchy, but obviously like most memes should not be
1: PG oriented, you know? I mean, I have no problem with that. I have a background with, um, less than favorable imagery <laughs> in, in, um, in societal norm standards. So I feel like my perception of what is okay to be using is a little bit different than most people's. So I think that it fits perfectly with making memes and stuff because, you can just use whatever you want to use and it kind of evokes a response in the viewer. And I talk about it really clinically because I feel like at this point I don't really um, find memes like, which is going to, is going to sound weird. I just don't, I don't really laugh at them. I don't find them funny, but I like to think of them as a weird, weird um, perspective from
0: making them. So you don't get like any weird satisfaction out of making one anymore. Like you don't
1: laugh at like your own self. No, I, i love to make them i just don't really laugh i guess but like certainly you think yours are funny um what i like to say about mine i think that they not all memes are meant to be funny which is the cool part about making the content in general because it's like you can spin it any way you want you can have like a sad vibe you can have like a, a weird vibe you can have like a Ew, this is fucking gross. But yeah. I'm not sure if we're if we're allowed to curse. You can say but, whatever um, you need
0: to say, babe. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, cool. just making fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just like to make it like a it more of an emotional response, whether it be funny or evoking laughter, or you know, just like something serious. I want someone to feel something from it, regardless of what that might be.
0: Okay, so. First thing then, you are from where?
1: I am I'm living in Gloucester, Virginia right now. It's a really rural town. Um this is gonna sound really millennial of me, but I live at home with my mother right oh, now. I love that. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the memer stereotype in a way. Like the However, memer that I, lives in the mom's I, basement kind of vibe. I know. I mean, not so much that. Um, it's like, I did have a job, a really great one in New York. I lived there for five years, but then that kind of like took its toll on me. So I eventually gave up and went back. Wait, home. I didn't but know right you now, lived here. Yeah. I lived there for five years from like 2012 to 2017. So our paths and was, crossed. What the fuck? We never met in real life. What the hell? Oh my God. But we have to do that. We have to, we have to get together. Okay. So. Wednesday. Okay. So yeah.
0: where would you say that your memes are based off of? Like, would you say they're based off your real life experiences? Would you say that memes are based off just what you generally see in television of gay culture? How do you come up with like what you want to post?
1: I think what I like to do is I like to base them off of what I've experienced and what others that I've known like my friends have experienced but haven't really seen a lot of in in gay culture because the only thing we really have is like queer eye and you know drag race it's not always those you know those weird moments those like awkward real situations that we do have in our real lives that are ever portrayed any in any sense in the media so it's kind of cool to do that with memes in a way like not saying that it's like something super important to do but it does feel like people are a little bit more connected around you when you can see you know like a situation that you have had and shared with someone else kind of thing I don't know if that even made any sense well no I'm because for like,
0: example when you post
1: it. something that
0: ass like I wish I had a good example right now but when you post something and it's like oh you're gay drunk bestie I'm like oh shit I threw up on the sidewalk this weekend too. And then I tag my friends that I was with, that I threw up on the sidewalk with. You know what I mean? It's not to say that, like, it's trashy or not, but it's more just, like, you're posting things that are very relatable and real and not something
1: that's, like, PG. Right. And that's really cool, because we don't often get to see that in gay culture. Even on, you know, uh, Drag Race and those kinds of shows, we don't really get to see, like, the raw, unedited, version of LGBT life and that's kind of cool that we get to do that with memes and we get to like unabashedly kind of like tag all of our friends and we all share memes whether we like to admit it or not like um, the engagement amount that people you know send them in DMs versus even liking or commenting is far more um, telling of how many people share memes and see them and look at them and you know they're in your DM, they're in their DMs. So so most
0: people are scared to be like, oh hey, like TBT, like that was me.
1: So they send it to their
0: friend because I mean, they don't want to comment their name.
1: Well, sometimes they do do that, but it's also like there's also those fearless folk who just are like, whatever, this is a meme. They like kind of erase. What I feel like they do is they they almost erase that it's a reality, and they kind of treat it as like something that is some in another space if that makes sense like it's like haha that's funny that happened to us I don't care that anyone else knows but we're gonna tag that but sometimes people don't feel comfortable and they do dm it to each other so I mean it's a mixed bag I mean that
0: sounds like me I'm the one that just like ruthlessly will tag my friends being like haha you had crabs last week like this is about you and then they're like are you fucking kidding me and I'm like it's
1: fine (laughs) no one will see it no one will see it, everyone likes yeah. it. I'm just kidding. What if they like that comment? Everyone. No. But um I think that that's what's cool about social media though. Like you get to share that experience, find out what someone has done or not done, or you know, their real time responses to things like that. So I think that's really fun and cool and you get to know people even though you don't really know them.
0: So you wanna know what's way. weird though, is I feel like you and I have been friends for like what, like a year now?
1: Even though we're just following each other, right? I wish I
0: remembered, like, who went in whose DMs first. But I feel like at first, it was just, like, subtle DMs where you would be, like, LOL. Or I'd be, like, that's funny as fuck. But, like, we never actually talked. And then it turned into me being, like, bitch, you need to get your shit together. (laughs) thank
1: you for that and then you're you like, being like you're awesome so cute percentage.
0: i don't know how you do all this and i'm like shut the fuck up
1: and now yeah, here we amazing. are finally I together love that. it's it's nuts how the social media world works but it, i feel you and i do respect in like what you do you're awesome you're like so out there with it like um me on the other hand i don't feel like i'm as out there with it although it would seem that it that i am more So but So you
0: want to know what's funny is I feel like from meeting you in person right now to just the you back and forth and watching your stories, you are exactly what I expected. Does that make sense? Oh,
1: that's cool. That's a good thing. For like, me. I feel like uh, you're still point, very humble awesome. and
0: like not to say that, like, this is going to sound so rude.
1: <laughs> I don't mean <laughs> it like this. It's okay.
0: You say say it. not to mean, say then. that like it comes off like you don't know what you're doing, but it comes off in just the way that like you really do like love what you're doing and just like enjoy it so much that you're not in it for like the fame or the monetary aspect of it like you literally just get like the biggest kick out of it, which is really
1: cool. I feel like okay, if you want to get into that space with it, you first of all, I don't I don't take offense to that at all. Like, I I think what you're saying is really what I'm doing because it's kind of like a reaction to not being successful in my career. I feel like really um, discouraged in like a reality standpoint because I haven't had like, um, I guess like financial success. I'm a 28 year old person living in my mom's house. And I feel like it's my way of releasing negative emotions and coping with that in a modern Society and being gay, and like blasting that out, and kind of hoping to connect with people that are similar. That's like what I do. So I'm not really—I wouldn't say that I'm in—in it for like any sort of fame or money or whatever that would come from it. But I would not mind it because I am broke as a (laughs) but. You know what I mean? Like okay, but think about it like like this:
0: you created not one, not two, but dude, you have three accounts. That you could ask any gay person in the world if they know one of them, and I guarantee you eight out of ten would relate to one of them. Straight up. So I feel like you need to give yourself more credit. in that aspect that you've literally created something and, like, you've made millions of people, like, you have a bigger following than me, and mine gets over a million impressions a week. So I know you're up there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, like... Think about all those people that are like looking at your shit and like dying laughing. Like, that's something you created. And like, yeah, maybe you could look at it from a negative aspect, but there's also a shit ton of positive that has come out of your life experiences.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. I think that that's really cool. And I love part about doing it because I've met so many people actually off of like just DMs and like sharing relatable experiences just from these people. And I've met like, people online in real life and it's just been awesome like other memers that i've met too and they're just like similar minded people and they like they just think in a weird way and we we all post in a weird way we have a create our own little creative quirks and it's just funny and fun and it's just cool to meet people that are trying to just you know make content like make people feel some type of way you know it's cool I mean, it's definitely
0: awesome, and I feel like memes kind of came out of nowhere, like, what, like, two years ago?
1: Um, well, maybe gay memes, per se, but, um, I think, like, memes have been been out there forever. I don't even know when the first time I've seen a meme was, but I feel like Chris Crocker may have been, like, the original meme on YouTube, like, years and years ago, like, ten years. Like, if that were to be date I mean, of, yeah,
0: that guy's fucking wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, he kind of launched it all, like, when that went viral of him saying, leave Britney alone, <laughs> you know, kind of like, it's just like, that, that is all it takes, and that's like what it becomes, you know?
0: So do you, how do you find, like, the videos that you want to create a meme off of? Do you just, like, watch a shit ton of Bravo television and take the Real Housewives and manipulate them, or, like, how do you exactly, like, come up with the videos?
1: So, I have a, a vendetta with the real housewives. I'm just kidding. No, I don't, <laughs> but I just, I hate that. I hate that show, and I hate that content. So, I will not post anything housewives-related, but I know that that's, like, something that the gays really love, but it's just not for me for some reason. But, um, so, the way that I find content is I am following so many people that... I find it interesting and I like look at what they're posting and I kind of like search for things based on situations that I seek. I don't know if that makes, makes any actual sense, but it's, like, total sense. But yeah, that's like where I start with a concept or an idea. And then I find videos, whether it be Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, it's like I source from all of the above, like even Google images, you know, like just anything. And
0: then you do what? You then download that image or video, and then you just, like, put it in the app and create your caption?
1: Right. So I'm going to give a few trade secrets away, if that's fine with everyone. Oh, give it to us. Um, All right. So I use an app called InShot for videos, and that one works really well for me, and it is pretty super self-explanatory and easy to use. If you want to download that, go for it. But I also heavily use the screen record um, feature on the iPhone. It's native. So you just pair that with the InShot app, and you can, like, start making a meme right off the bat. Just kind of, like, find the video you want to use. It'll record the audio, too, and you got it. That's really all it takes. Simple, easy, you know. And then you just have to
0: have a a creative, fucked-up brain to come up with, like, a witty-ass caption.
1: Pretty much. That's the the secret sauce to the memers.
0: uh arsenal <laughs> so would you say like okay so uh, you have a full-time job so would you say that like when yeah. you're home at night and like i'm distracting you of course today but like no, normally if you, you are were home, that's cute <laughs> perfect
1: Perf- uh, perfect distraction yeah. but if
0: you were home at night and do you come up with like four memes that you're going to post the next day or like what's your schedule oh, wow. coming up with them
1: if I, w- <clears throat> excuse me, if I were that serious about it, I would do that. But I kind of like wait till an idea floats into my mind. Like it's, it's more of a real time situation. Like I'll think of something or, which is kind of unfortunate though. Cause I kind of, um, in the moment, if I don't have a meme, I'm like, what am I going to post for today? So I should do that if I really started taking it more seriously, but I really just do it for fun. So that's why I'm, why I do it the way I'm doing it
0: now. I mean, that's pretty cool. I though. Don't,
1: yeah, I don't want to lose lose it being like your off like taking bitchy you know? self. <laughs> yes, my my unfiltered thoughts. Yes, that's what I do.
0: I mean, you're yeah. doing it very well. So, like, whatever. Do you guys like all the mean people? Do you guys have like a group chat where you're like, hey, let's share each other
1: once a week? Or so a lot of them do that, and they're called like. Um, Instagram engagement groups and what I feel about those is while it's great to connect with other memers and other people in that way it also causes and breeds a lot of drama between everyone so there's been issues with people stealing memes stealing content stealing ideas and there's a lot of like drama and trash talk especially in the gaming community world so it's like I don't really want to be a part of that. And I've done just fine without being in an engagement group anyway. So I feel that why join one now kind of thing. But a lot of them are in those groups and they do collaborate and share content that way. And that's how they build up their likes. That's how they like continue but, to grow basically. Right. And then like all the bigger accounts like uh, Best of Grinder, Drinks for Gays, and um, Bulge to Go, those kinds. They, they're like in a little group uh, of their own. And they... Like to share each other and tag each other, but I feel like I exist kind of outside of all of them because I don't really participate in that part of what they're doing.
0: I feel like they're, they're all, all big kind of city based though at the same time too though, so they probably uh, all hang out. True, true.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, they do. they in LA. I always see their like birthday party for drinks for gays, and I'm like, that seems really cool. <laughs> I mean, literally, I do think that's cool that they do meet up yeah like i said before like i love that you know you can meet up with different people and you know have relationships with these people outside of it and have like-minded friends
0: well so i think that's, that's like, like i relate kind of to that of. aspect because like being in new york you also meet like the other insta if that's what you want to call us all you know what i mean just like people right. who create content even if it's like yeah. you're in a speedo or you're at a party or you're going to this and it's like Half the events I get invited to, I get invited to because one of my other like Instagram friends or you became friends with somebody who's in PR. And so it's really all just connection-based. And And I feel like nobody would be as big as they are if you didn't share or connect with someone.
1: Right. It's always like a networking kind of opportunity. And I would like to get more into that too. And thank you again for contacting me and coming up with this um awesome uh collaboration for the podcast well yeah so Um, guys forewarning this
0: podcast i literally forced peter to do and i was like bitch i know you're extremely introverted but like you're gonna do this you're gonna do great so thank you this is like when i should put a fake clap in the podcast (laughs) oh
1: my god yay i broke out of my shell no but that's, like, other another thing about memers is, like, you have this perception of them that they are, like, this funny entity, and maybe they are, but it's, like, I feel like mine is more in my mind, and it comes out through memes versus, like, me actually being, like, a funny, um, joking, like, person. It's more, like, hard satire, if that makes sense. It's, like, a darker vibe, like, a more heavier feeling. So
0: you're saying that, like, what you see in a meme is or isn't what you're like in your life
1: i'm saying that well when i think about memes i think about storytelling and i think that i am good at storytelling visually and i would say that situations depicted in them are sometimes related to my life however it's not gonna be exactly like what i say because memes are like based on shock value and you kind of like put that in there and you inject that aspect into it and it kind of distorts the whole thing so not sure if that's like but I do try to whenever I'm doing like a story I try to be as me as possible and relate and um, try to you know portray myself as I really am as much as I can because I think that that's important and it's done me well so far I mean like People have been responding positively to it. So
0: I mean, yeah, I feel like the minute any Instagrammer can hit more than, like, a thousand likes regularly, I think that's, like, wow. Okay, so, like, I feel like for me, that's when, like, I realized I actually had potential to grow. And it was, like, what are you going to do to grow mm-hmm. and figure it the fuck out?
1: Yeah, you are awesome. And I love, oh you love You're awesome um, butt posts. And I want to see more of, more of them come up.
0: Okay. I'm always. So when to are we more. gonna have you do one?
1: Ooh, mystery minute. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go to the gym a little bit before I attempt that. The one. curveball
0: like, question.
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna make sure that it's a good one when I do. Both I'll gym. make sure
0: um, I I will be the one that will lay in the mud puddle for you just <laughs> to make sure I get your perfect angle. I'll be that good of a friend.
1: Thank you. Wow. You're already proving to be better than most of my friends in real life.
0: <laughs> okay, Peter. So we're going to play a little game called mm-hmm. rapid fire questions that make no fucking sense and do not relate to each other. And you just have to answer them as truthfully as possible. Are you
1: ready? Well, this has sprung upon me so fast. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yeah. i just kidding. Um, I mean, at this point, we have nothing to hide, right? No, not at all. We can do this. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. So question number one. Are you single?
1: I am single. When am. was
0: your last relationship?
1: Last relationship over two years ago.
0: Wow. Yep. Um, Why did you break up? We were both bottoms.
1: <laughs> that is the answer. And it's literally the truth. So, but I tried really hard, okay? Like, I tried to be, to exist outside of that stereotype, but two bottoms don't make a top. And we all live and we learn.
0: So, you tried really hard to top and it just wasn't for you.
1: Oh, I did. I did top. I was the top and I hated it. And it's not nothing against him. He's an awesome guy. He's amazing. He's an actor in NYC. He's great and he deserves the best. But it just wasn't working out with that. Just
0: actually, the pieces didn't connect.
1: No, it didn't at all. But we're still friends and we still text to this day and we have like an awesome um, conversation. Every now and then, so, I mean, you know. That's no so car, cute and,
0: like, mature. That's so 28-year-old of you.
1: Uh, right, I know. Yeah. Damn. Old gays, that's what we do.
0: Okay, old gays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, I was not I'm two years out. Oh okay, what yeah. is the worst part about being a part of the gay community? Like, what do you think is, like, the biggest struggle
1: about being a gay person? Mm-hmm that is such a tough question it's just like being politically correct all the time i think that that goes for maybe not just for being gay but even i think it's amplified in the gay community because we have such a way to talk about things now especially in today's world in today's uh, political climate and everything that's going on it feels like it's very difficult to say it's like you're walking on eggshells when you're saying anything if you're trying to make a joke you you're going to offend someone regardless it's very difficult in today's climate even to make memes like you can hit one you can miss one you can you know really start a crazy comment thread on those meme pages like you that is one of the gold golden gems the goose eggs the the whatever it is like reading comments of uh impassioned gay men commenting their opinions on mean so that that is something that you can try to do
0: I think I've never related to a statement more in my life than that yeah like I think it's so 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 hard and like to be honest I think I have like super funny jokes sometimes when I'm like with my friends and I like want to post something or like say something or like use it as a caption and like always for me I immediately think of like every potential negative response and I'm like oh if I post this someone's gonna think I like am like Mm degrading a plus size person or if I post this I'm all of a sudden racist or if I post mm -hmm. this I'm culturally insensitive it's like to Mm -hmm. some extent like I feel like I have a ruder sense of humor sometimes maybe (laughs) yeah where like feelings don't necessarily mean thoughts and I feel like people need to just like lighten up a little bit and realize like it's a joke and I hope it makes you laugh and it's not like oh wow I really think like that way it's like
1: they shouldn't attribute like your entire mentality to the positioning on one meme or something like the internet is quick to judge and they're quick to demonize you and it's ruthless And you have to be really careful and I think that that's Something to take into consideration if you're thinking about starting a meme page, because right now there are hundreds of the gay ones. If you haven't noticed them popping up steadily over the course of 2018, <laughs> you will you will see like a myriad of these p- meme pages, and some of them are really just terrible. And I don't mean to like discourage anyone, but it's just it's crazy. Like, so how uh, do you
0: feel about like? Or actually, I can't get off topic. I gotta finish these questions. Yeah, I guess. go for it.
1: Okay. Who would you
0: say is the most famous person you've ever hooked up with?
1: Oh dang. Um Huh. I have never like really I'm not a fame whore or star fucker or any of that kind of thing, but um I like that term star fucker. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really into that. I like don't know anyone famous really and I don't um have any stories to tell on that i'm sorry i'm really boring on that part but have you um, ever hooked up with somebody from that you met off instagram oh honey every no i'm just kidding, not every time but like <laughs> you no know, yeah that's like literally how i meet people now is through either my instagram or you know like online because um, it's the way that i feel like i connect most to people and how they can see who i am and my personality through my memes and through my photos on instagram that's, like, the best representation that I have of myself. So I feel like that's a great way to lead into a budding relationship, whatever it may be, because it's a large part of my life, and that's kind of, like, what helps me release steam. And I just, I like to meet people off Instagram, whether it's for dating or not. Like, Is there, I like, like find- a lot of gay followers in
0: Virginia right now that are near you that you can, like, bang?
1: There isn't, actually, but um, there's a few that live near me that I have met off of. Um, Instagram and I actually this is a side topic but I have a Facebook group with like 12,000 members for gay memes specifically that I created um, and one of them is actually living in the next town over and we are low-key seeing each other and you know so, I'm not so, adorable. Them, so that's why I kind of said the last time I dated someone or had a boyfriend was two years ago but this is like a loose term of seeing each other I would say.
0: That's so adorable. So he's like a cute top daddy? Oh my God. He's he's great.
1: He's a good guy. Wow. I
0: won't say much.
1: But um, are you going to guy. World Pride by any chance? I thought about it, but it's too soon. I would love to go. But I just don't think it's going to happen this year. But it seems really awesome. I went to Pride last year in New York with actually Bru Jobs, Latin Tony and my courses, and Shady Blunts, which are all Instagram memer accounts, and we all met up and had a great time.
0: That sounds so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Are you going?
0: Of course. I will be very much so there, deciding which float would be, like, the best opportunity for me. Um, just because I feel like I'm trying to make the most of that month. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's, like, your money-hungry month where like you can really capitalize on a lot of things right Um, so i'm just trying to like make the right decisions before i just like jump the gun on anything
1: well good for you and hopefully it all works out will you be having your um your bum out on this float so my bum will definitely not be out Oh, no. All your fans are disappointed. <laughs> but if anybody Worse.
0: finds me, I'm sure I will be very drunk and more than happy <laughs> to show any random person
1: in the street. <laughs> yes. Well, at least she's willing. Like, yes.
0: Literally such a mess.
1: yeah. Well, that's exciting to hear. Maybe I will just have to go to World Pr- Pride to see that. I mean, know?
0: it's only, what, a six-hour drive?
1: It's eight hours, but it's not bad. I, yeah, I mean, that I doesn't do sound it. good. It's not bad. I could do it. But do I want to? And can I get off of work for it?
0: I feel like you can always. Okay, this is my favorite excuse if I ever had to, like, call in to work. (laughs) That, like, isn't a thing. But, like, if I did call in to work, (laughs) I would say I had explosive diarrhea. Oh, no. Like, you can never knock
1: diarrhea, you know? You really can't. But I just feel like if I were to be that open with my employer in that regard that one time I think that it would be very awkward of a situation but still it would work probably okay but but think about it like this
0: does your employer not know what you do on the side
1: okay so that is a good question and no I don't share that with my excuse me my employer or anyone really that is with me with my day-to-day so they kind of they don't know that I do this or like post memes I fear that it will jeopardize my I mean though it's not professional because I work at an art gallery it's not so professional that I would have to hide it but I feel like if you know my memes have a lot of curse words and they do um explore subversive topics that are not usually discussed in a moral tone I guess like so I feel like just I don't want to run into the issue of that ever jeopardizing a way to earn income and survive in the world. So I'm trying my best to just kind of, like, keep it as an outlet for me right now kind of thing. But, I, I mean, what you see is real on my Instagram I and mean, who you see is real and that's really me and that's my real thoughts. It's just, would I say that to my employer? Hell no. Like, who Yeah, Yeah, fuck, you know fuck, what I mean? fuck, no. But I also who, feel like we're kind of just, like,
0: gay people living in a very, like, heterosexual world where i feel like a lot of heterosexual people like if we were to say like hey you should follow this funny ass meme account they would honestly mm-hmm. probably look at your page and be so confused by 75% of it
1: yeah i don't think they would get most of the jokes but what's what's kind of funny is when i um when i used to work in michigan at a phone store um and someone did actually see some of the memes that i make and they were straight and they were a straight girl and they were like well this is actually funny and that really surprised me because I was like why would a straight person ever even a like engage with this content or care what it says or you know have a reaction to it the way that someone that I would ha- see as the ideal audience have yeah so I was like really confused and like kind of almost um it was gratifying in a way to see that someone else could enjoy it with it at all so
0: well, when you look at your Instagram page, what percentage do you see are like actually female?
1: So my, my engagement and my um, my metrics or my analytics right now, they say that it's 88% male and um, 12%. I think that's the other. Yeah, I'm really bad at math. <laughs> I'm gay. Don't, don't, um, don't come for me, but I'm really bad at it. Um, so 88% are male and then 12% female.
0: That's so, kind of a lot, because mine's 94.6. Dang. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Which like is, like, my, pretty wild.
1: That is awesome. I didn't think, I was, like, so surprised that mine was, my um, my gayboyproblems.af account is 90 and 10, 90 male, 10 female, or, yeah, 90% male, 10% female, but my personal is 88% male and 12% female. And it's weird that I can just recall those facts just off the bat like that because I'm so engrossed within this culture now that I kind I mean, of it's like
0: crazy the amount of hours I spend looking at this stupid ass phone.
1: Yes. So what's going to sound really crazy is I looked at my iPhone screen usage the other day and it's basically 8 hours uh, yep. 8 hours a day so it's basically like I'm this is my job when it's not my job but it kind of is because it's really something I do naturally all the time like when I'm bored at work just standing there I kind of like zone out and come up with something or like I'm talking to people in my dms and like I'm living through that vicariously almost because it's like my day-to-day in rural ass Virginia what am I gonna do you know like I work at an art gallery I'm just sitting there sometimes <laughs> you know like I'm just I'm trying to use my brain for something you know So So, do you answer everyone
0: in your DMs or are you kind of just like you leave them in purgatory unless you feel like it's a good option?
1: Well, I feel like I'm really different with that kind of thing because I'm looking to connect with people. So I do answer and try to answer all of my DMs, which is kind of like people have been surprised about that because a lot of people with even just 20K, they don't really answer their DMs or don't have the time of day. But I do do that because I want to know what these people are thinking, what they want to see, what, you know, I I am one of these people, basically, I am, you know, making content for, for people to relate to, and to connect to, and to respond to, so I like the feedback, and I like to get to know people through that way.
0: I always think that's so funny, because you ever hear, like, interviews, or people be like, hey guys, I'm trying to go through all my DMs, but I just, like, can't keep up, and it's like, dude, like, between both accounts, I'm over 100k. But I make mm-hmm. it a point to, like, at least see slash, like, throw someone a heart or, like, I feel like just to acknowledge yeah, that, I like, that I, I saw what you saw or, like, I saw your comment goes a long way.
1: I think that's really important and it's good that you do that because, you know, people want to be heard and, like, they want to feel like they're engaging with your content. Like, with your traveling bums, they want to they want to know that, that you saw that they liked that aspect. They want to know that they yeah, saw the ass you know yeah they, they want no but to like that. for example the polls
0: on my story and shit like i feel like a lot of the times when people comment and they're like yeah oh like this happened to me it gives me new ideas on what to post so right like, it's always important i see one of my friends or one of my followers or someone like got pulled over that day or is a huge stoner or I, like, might make something that, like, relates to that because I know that's, like, something active going on in someone's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like, it no, helps yeah. me think about things in a different way.
1: Yeah, it's constantly, you know, reinforcing what you're doing and kind of, like, informing your next steps as you go along. So I think that's really good that you do that, too. And that's awesome. What are you thinking you sound about? sound like the introvert version of me. <laughs> We're, like, opposites, but, like, cool cool opposites not like a negative opposite if that makes sense you know like, yeah it's a good 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 um puzzle pitting <laughs> puzzle fitting yin and yang situation but
0: you're a bottom and i like to <sighs> do both so i guess that's another big difference
1: okay verse first goals
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: goals one day i would like
0: to explore that more like I, I feel more. like i just like the thing i love most about like gay sex is the fact that like you can flip-flop you know what i mean
1: yeah. You can just, you know, feel one type of way one day, feel another type the other day.
0: Yeah, like there's days that. you come home and you might just want to be like choked out and banged, like, then there's days
1: you come yes. home and you might just want to choke someone else out and bang them, you know, like True. And there's always the option of solo going solo for the day if you want to. You know, you can just be on your own. I mean and choking choking that solo out. is
0: always an option. I think that might right. be my favorite, like interpersonal time.
1: Yeah. You know, you get get, um, to really get in tune with yourself there.
0: When you You jerk off, would you say you think in your own thoughts or Um, watch porn?
1: I like to indulge in imagery.
0: You're a photo guy.
1: Well, no. I guess moving photos, moving pictures. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're a porn video guy.
1: Yeah. Basically, I would say that I do that more than... Thinking, in that situation,
0: would you say you're more of a nighttime guy
1: or a morning guy? In terms of
0: your jerk off schedule,
1: um, night night is where it's at because the morning I wake up and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta get out of here. I gotta run." <laughs> I like the worst. I'm not a morning person, so <laughs> don't ever ask me to wake up early because I am never gonna do it.
0: I think if anyone follows you on Instagram from your hats and your wardrobe at work and your life struggles, I feel like they can tell that you are
1: far from a morning person, which I really <laughs> yes. respect. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a ray of sunshine in the morning. I'm not usually a ray of sunshine at all, but I mean, I'm <laughs> just, like I'm just here and that's it. And then you can, you can either take it or leave it from there. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what would you say, like, so you have three Instagram accounts right now, right? I do. Did yes. you go to college?
1: I did. I have, did a bachelor's, I have a bachelor's in mass communications from VCU in Virginia. Wow. The
0: introvert is so good with words.
1: Yeah. I'm a writer. I'm just kidding. No, but I do write. And I, I feel like that's an important um, aspect with storytelling, whether it be image-based storytelling or not. I think that you need to have a good, solid dialogue mentally going on to create you know the the, base of the story <laughs> yeah yes <yeah, so> <laughs> you got to create it you got to know what you're doing in some form or like have some type of idea coming up in there
0: so what would you say so you have a degree you have three yeah. instagram accounts you're 28
1: my what's dream. like
0: big picture <laughs> goal for you now
1: my goal is just to land a full-time job with benefits to be honest that's like my number one goal in life to be honest yes
0: wait can we talk about how often you and i die fucking laughing about not having benefits
1: is this is this a common goal for real like we i mean we i mean
0: i literally i can't remember when it was but i think i i i posted something saying like my non-health insurance ass because i like I feel like I've done a good job in New York of, like, having a friend that's a dentist, having a friend that does my Botox, mm-hmm. having a friend that writes me an eye prescription because I don't have eye insurance. So, like, she so gets the like, contacts.
1: Yeah. You got to have that connection. And yeah, that's awesome. For, I don't have yeah. those
0: things. And you are like, fuck, I need that. And I'm like, dude, it's literally such a struggle.
1: Yeah. I feel like I mentioned, I saw, like, a comment that you posted or something, and I responded to it. Maybe if that was the thing. So yeah, um, yeah, it's really a struggle for, for us little millennials out there that don't have their shit together per se in, in that cookie cutter, um, you know, job, dream job situation that pays for all of that and secures you. And I feel like memeing for me, and I'm sure like the traveling bomb for you, like it, it kind of came out of that space because like you you don't know what else to do almost in in some way. And you're like, well, I'm just going to do me. I'm going to do what I want to create. I'm going to make what I want to make. And then you kind of like build out that. And that's a product of, you know, not having that stable job, like that that all-inclusive, you know, um, dream career that you wanted. And like, it doesn't come wrapped in a pretty bow. So you make, you start making the steps yourself. And then I feel like it'll evolve into where it needs to evolve whether it fizzles out or not for me or for you whatever the case may be it's just in the meantime it's fun to do and it's stress relieving and it helps me cope with all of the first world problems of today basically is what i'll have to say about that no not to i drone on
0: but do you ever like think about like okay like this is cute now right but like what happens when we're like 35 so i know just, i'm like big picture I, and then i'm
1: like what's yeah. my real life
0: experience about to be
1: I think about that sometimes as a like making memes and I'm like, wow, if I'm like even 30 doing this, like that's two years for me. And I feel like that's a failure in my own eyes because I feel like almost like, damn, I didn't, I didn't do anything. And I'm still making memes. Like that would be a fail for me. But if it's, if it's making memes and doing something else and like earning a living and being on my own and independent, um, then I wouldn't feel bad about it but it's just like if I was in the same space that I am now with kind of nothing I would feel like that is a big fail for me but I am trying to rise up out of it and make something good from it
0: I feel like though that there's more to come like I feel like from people who have like vocalized and put themselves out there like on a platform you know what I mean like to be completely honest I feel like if I were to ever like apply for like a cool marketing job at kelvin klein like to be honest that was like my big picture dream all yeah, through college awesome. is i wanted to do advertising for kelvin klein and like i applied mm-hmm. i applied i applied like i thought I was gonna get the job i got interviews and then i never got the job and like part of me is always still so grateful i never did because i feel like it would have held me back from like being able to like go on all the trips and like posting right. what i want but like now have so at much this point yeah, but now at this point, it's like if you Google my name, I feel mm-hmm. like any employer who's just like, "Oh, who's Jeff Perlot? and they Google it, and they just see my bot, or they see the right, just the word naked.
1: That might be a like huge deterrent in the cor- corporate world, but it's yeah, also like, we have to remember that corporate world isn't the only world to get in or to be successful in. Like we, there are own paths that we can forge, and all it takes really is like that's that crazy Lady Gaga quote about 99 people in a room and one believes in you or whatever the hell that quote is. But that's like, really, that's what you, that's what I'm kind of waiting for too. And I feel like, you know, you've built such a great thing with the traveling bum. Like if someone doesn't uh, accept you for that in, I mean, in corporate world, it's not likely, unfortunately, but if they were, yeah, we're on our own in that part. That's something that you have to like, you have to deal with and understand that that's the repercussion of it kind of thing. And that's what I feel, too. Like, if I were to go get a job, try to get a professional, quote-unquote, professional corporate job, I would feel very nervous as to, like, if they found that and what they would think of it, because I really haven't considered a way that I would pitch it in, like, a positive light to make it seem like it's not raunchy and dirty. But it, it is on surface level, but it's not, like... It's more than that, though. It's, like, it's it's not just that, which is something that I'm trying to figure out how to portray.
0: Maybe. Well, I think the good thing is that, like, if you think about the grand scheme of things, right, right, what you're doing is you're basically creating a culture that's, like, setting the precedent for the future. Meaning that, like, nobody has ever done, like, what you're doing or, I guess... What we're doing. Say ...what I'm doing. Right. But, like you're making people in the gay community feel relatable and that there's somebody that like understands them when I feel like for the past, like 50 years and even plus everybody felt like an outcast and that there was nobody like them. And like right. I feel like these pages give people a sense of like a safe space or like, Oh, there is people out there like me because like, I obviously forget that sometimes living in New York that it's like, Oh, there's, I walk outside my apartment, there's a ton of gays, right?
1: Right. But so you're in
0: Virginia, and yeah, not you're so surrounded here. by Trump people, you know? Yes.
1: So it's very different climate. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, you know, when you try to, like, I feel like it's my way of now connecting to anyone gay. I don't have that many friends here. You know, like, everyone left when I left high school, you know, that was my friend. So it's like, kind of like, I'm alone here. I want to, like, connect with people. I lived in New York, so I've got a taste of that, you know, the gay culture there. And now I kind of, like, use that to almost connect online with people in a way that I would ordinarily just connect with gays that live in New York. Like, I was always able to, like, hop on the train and go, you know, see someone in Brooklyn, like, some artsy event, like, you know, meet up with someone and, you know, with similar interests, but it's not like that here at all. So it's, like, people with similar interests gathering on a page and, you know, communicating and having a good time. And that's just, like, kind of what I'm about. I want to I wanna have that space for me and for other people, too. So,
0: Yeah, I was going to say, cool. I feel like people get surprised where, like, they're like, oh, thank you so much. And it's like, yeah. to be honest, you following me and, like, your comments, like, especially, like, it could be a shitty-ass comment or, like, something so cute and nice. I feel like every single comment, positive or negative, Like, it helps helps put me in a good direction or a good space, and, like, it either might humble me or it might give me a good idea, or it's just, like, it's obviously equally nice to just be, like, oh, wow, like, someone actually appreciates the hours I'm putting into this, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I feel like people don't, you know, see that side of it. They don't see it as, you know, me waking up and looking at my screen time and seeing eight hours a day on this app doing this. And it's, like, that's what I'm doing in my background while I'm, you know, at work, while I'm you know, driving even. I, I literally, I will make a meme and drive sometimes. I know it's not safe, but, you know, whatever. I'm just, Ew. like, living in the <laughs> moment here. No, but, but I mean, no, I'm just, like, damn, dangerous, dangerous woman, Ariana Grande moment. Like, I'm just, like, having that moment in the car, making a meme. I'm, like, haha, fresh idea. Here it is. <laughs> God uh, is a woman, you know? Right. It's, like, you just have to, you know, take that moment of inspiration. and People, they don't often see that side of it. And, I wanna tell all the people listening to the podcast, like please like and share and comment on these people, these content creators, including Jeff, duh, um, the traveling bomb, support us with those kinds of words and that encouragement because we are doing this and we're just like, you know, we we are having fun and we are doing what we love in a way and we're like, you know, producing awesome content, but we do need, you know, to see that kind of engagement and the return on our stuff because we Put so much effort into it and we you know we want to hear from you too so it's really cool like to connect and i think that that's important to remember when you're viewing content like not to just like carelessly say like fuck this meme or like fuck this <laughs> shit. you know like fuck that guy's ass. Not even a big ass like something like that it's like you know don't be bitchy and if you are bitchy you know be prepared for the backlash when someone else calls your ass out in the comments you know so That's what I have to say
0: about that. I love that as like our ending statement. I think that was so
1: empowering. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm glad that we had this talk. Thanks, Jeff, again for, you know, everything. This is Peter, I'm so glad
0: we could meet and talk. Wait, I feel like I have a surprise for you before we have this. Okay. Okay, so I know how much you love ASMR.
1: Oh, shoot. I do.
0: So I feel like... You've posted numerous times that you've always wanted to have your moment. So I'm going to give you a 30 second closeout of living your best ASMR lifestyle, and I'm going to join you. How does that sound? All
1: right. Sounds amazing, Jeff. Let's do it. Okay. Right. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? I mean, I love toast. Me too.
0: Toast. I love mm-hmm. toes. Me too. This,
1: this is really dry. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I can't eat any more. I'm gonna bottom later. Uh, my-
0: <laughs> Mine's so buttery and juicy and dripping down my body.
1: I can't believe you got you put butter on yours. I <laughs> I just wanted to take it and dry. No lube. I can't.
0: I feel like this is an iconic
1: moment. It it really is. (laughs) I can't even talk right now. There's toast particles in my throat. throat.
0: Okay, well, we're a whole piece of toast deep now neither of us can bottom so we hope you enjoyed listening to our trashy podcast today
1: yes thank you guys for tuning in and thanks jeff for having me
0: peter love you and text you see you soon
1: love you too